it's time for a bonus, a bonus episode. I love episodes of theater, 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 theater. We're going off the beaten path, off the beaten path. We're off. We did it. It's the big the big <laughs> joke rock happening right now. Yeah, I'll Look. tell you why. So it's the big joke uh in uh, in the gentleman's football uh thing. So anytime like like a redneck especially if there's a real redneck thing like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, excuse me, any Tampa fans out there who are offended, <laughs> go drink your Mountain Dew, get on your jet ski. I don't want to talk about it. But like it's like uh, but like we'll like we're if somebody this off. Uh, hot. Hot. we're hot. But if there's okay. a joke we'll we'll all start texting like somebody cue the kid rock and then inevitably uh, somebody will uh, will actually post the video, and then Got for it. the next hour, we're all going bong to bong to bong to bong. It's ba with the ba. I believe. I don't care. Do you care? Does anybody care? It's like super califragilist. You gotta get it right. You, you know who cares? Right. Ba with the ba. Donald Trump. Because he's Fuck a fan. Donald Trump. That's right. Fuck Donald him. Trump on yeah. this extremely right. important episode. It's an extremely <laughs> really important. It's a spiritual we're episode. We're really glad you're here, everybody. <laughs> I don't want the emperor to to be invoked more than it has. I, excuse me, Donald Trump to be invoked more than he has to. No. I mean, I'd rather hang out with Palpatine. Yes. I'd rather hang out with Palpatine than Trump. I would too. I would. <laughs> uh, Palpatine was probably a good guy at one point. Um. So here's the thing. Welcome. Welcome. To Theater Theater. This is scrolling past your screen right now, going up the screen in yellow writing and there's stars behind it. Welcome to Theater Theater, the theater podcast for theater people made by three theater nerds from the LA theater scene. I'm Jay Bailey Burcham. I'm CJ Merriman. And I'm Scott Leggett. And this is a very, and before we get sued for that music, we probably shouldn't sing too much of it, but this is a very special bonus episode of theater theater and stuff where we pick theater adjacent <laughs> things and nerd out over them and this week is a cj pick mm-hmm. cj why don't you tell us what we're talking about today y'all it's star wars it's star wars the original space opera it's true yeah i have to relate it back to theater somehow and you know yeah. all movies Television, all that stuff wouldn't exist without theater. So we're allowing ourselves to take on any franchise, anything we want to talk about. We're, we're going nuts. So, yeah, y'all, we're talking Star Wars today. Yes. Well, listen, we're you know we're talking about some great actors who yep. came from the stage. Alec yep. Guinness is a yep. classic Shakespearean actor. So all many day. of them uh, are. He hated playing Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. He hated uh, the reaction. Yeah. He hated the reaction to right. it more than anything. But I don't think he got it too much. Yeah. No, he didn't that's okay. give a shit. And no, that's okay. Old British guy. He ain't yeah. got to deal with that. He's just like, sure. I made I Bridge on the that. River Kwai. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> I've <laughs> done land. Obi Wan. Can uh, what? Sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, How much are you paying? Me? Perfect. Great. But we got pu- <laughs> we got puppetry in there. Like yeah, you know, oh, there's the Muppets. Mi- there's mime stuff. Some of uh, the best puppetry in film. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Foch. Yeah. Let's get into it. I, we're mm-hmm. kind of serious of context. I want to know your context with, Sha- with Shakespeare, with Star <laughs> Wars. Fuck Shakespeare. With Star Wars. And here's why I want to know your context. Okay, because we're going to rank these things 
And these rankings are going to be really different. I have a feeling mm-hmm. uh, because we're all three very different viewers of Star Wars and mm-hmm. the way that we watch it and the things that we enjoy about it. So I want to hear sort of your context with it and like how you're planning on rank- ranking these things. Go. Well, I can say for myself, I got into these movies when I was a kid because I watched the original trilogy with my dad. Right. So it's all like sentimental dad fun. And then by the time the prequels came out, I was super stoked on them, but they also came out right around like my freshman year in high school through my junior year in college. Mm. It was kind of a time in my life, especially um, after Attack of the Clones came out because I was having a real hard time with being homesick. So Mm. I was kind of like grasping onto those things from the past and then, which is why I'm also kind of an unconditional fan. If it's Star Wars, I will see it and I will probably love it, even if it's badly written or badly cast or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then by the time the new trilogy came out, I was stoked, I was ready. And I've also, one reason why I was really excited to do Star Wars was because one of my big quarantine viewings is I've gone back and I've watched the Clone Wars cartoons and Mm. Rebels, which are fucking awesome for Mm. anyone that's even remotely a Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, so uh, keep going. Scott, you're up. Oh, um, so I saw the original Star Wars in the theaters when I was a very small child. Um, and so it's been with me. I grew up with it. I know people who are far more nerdy about it, but I know, I know a lot of shit. Um, I've gone, I've gone deep. It's a universe that I love watching and playing. I love, I'm loving this, um, what's happening with Mandalorian and sort of a resurrection of sorts. And, um, the cartoons are fantastic, especially for kids and, and, you know, families. (laughs) Um, but it's, um, I've always just been sort of in awe of its universality and how it, you know, it's listened to and watched all over the world. And yeah. Yeah. What about you, Bales? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I think maybe every American has probably grown up in some way, at least having some connection to Star Wars or someone who loves Star Wars or whatever it may be. Um, I'm no different. Um, in fact, I'm gonna show you guys this here. Uh, I have this. Is the original, <gasps> the original Star trilogy. Wars. I had that. Trilogy. Yeah. It might be back in Illinois still. Yeah, yeah it's a VHS. That. It's all three VHSs of each. They each have their own sleeves and then they're in their own bigger box, which I've taped together from multiple moves <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. falling apart because it, it still looks all right. Um, it's pretty cool design. It's got yeah. all the, they're all like mixed together. Um, oh, yeah. The different covers. And then on the side, it has the Fox video logo, which rip. Rest in mm-hmm, peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, no wow. more Fox. That's Disney now. Um, and then there's a note from George Lucas on the side. Can I read it? Because I never <gasps> yeah. noticed this before. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen years ago, I set out to make a film for a for a for a generation growing up without. It's in his writing, apparently. So it's like kind of hard to read. For a generation growing up without fairy tales. Oh. Yeah. Star Wars was my own elaborate fantasy but its popularity has gone beyond anything I had ever imagined. In years to come, I hope that you and your children and your children's children will enjoy experiencing this saga as much as I have. George Lucas. (gasps) Thanks, George. And it's in his writing, it's kind of nice. So yeah, I grew up watching these three uh, movies 
and sort of being like, oh, these are my brother's movies. I don't mm. really get this, but it's fun to watch the star shooting. You know, I don't know that I latched on to any of it as a kid. I think I was mm -hmm. just kind of like, yeah, cool. Um, but then the prequels came out. The first one specifically. <laughs> and I was like seven. What year was that? 97? 99, I think. Time, 99, 2002, and 2005. Yeah, it is 99. So I'm nine years old. I, I turned nine that year. I'm eight years old. And that movie comes out, and the pod racing scene, okay, mm -hmm. which we can talk about, <laughs> blows my mind out of the yeah. water. And I say, this is the greatest film of all time. And I go and I buy <laughs> an Anakin costume with a perfect replica of his helmet. His <laughs> Uh, pod racer helmet, not podcast helmet, pod racer helmet, which I still have. It's at my parents' house, or else I would pull it up and wear it right now. And it's like nice, it's like good and nice. It's not like shitty plastic or anything, like it has kept its you know, it looks like it's got wear and tear and like dirt around the goggles and shit. The goggles move up and down, and it's got I know what you're hide on the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so sick. Okay, probably still fits me. I'd probably look dope as fuck. I'm gonna go get it and like start wearing it around. Um. And then the next one comes out and my friend uh, and I, at the time, he was a neighborhood friend. We went and saw Attack of the Clones 15 times in theaters. Wow. <laughs> so my brother was working at the movie theater at the time. So I got a free movie a day. So this one summer, we just went every single day for 15 days and saw <laughs> Attack of the Clones. I knew that movie backwards and forwards and I was deeply in love with Natalie Portman. Mm -hmm. Yes. Deeply. Yeah. Okay. Then the third one came out and I had uh, a lot of feelings about it, but I was like, great, perfect into a trilogy. Awesome. Uh, these are my Star Wars. And I sort of latched onto them for that reason because I was like, the other ones are my brother's Star Wars. These are, because my brothers are 80s babies. I'm a 90s baby. So I was like, this is my Star Wars. Okay. Then... Uh, you know, mid 2000, when I'm in like high school and stuff. And after people start ripping apart the prequels, mm. it's something I had never heard before. It's, it felt like it came out of nowhere and the purists all start saying, here's why it's all trash. And I'm like, Oh fuck. And they point it all out to me. And especially in relation to the original trilogy, I can see all of that. Okay. But on rewatch, they're still really fun. Yes. Kind of like yes. who fucking cares? They're yes. just good fucking movies. Okay. Yes. And it's... I understand the problems and George Lucas's like little ineptitudes that happen. Scott, you have to tell your episode one viewing story eventually. Oh, okay. I can't when wait. When Bailey's to hear done, that. yes. Yeah. And, but I, I have to tell you, uh, these newer ones and the controversy that surrounds like Last Jedi and like all this other stuff and these Star Wars stories, I fucking love this shit. I love Disney's shit i love when disney takes something and wipes their ass with it and gives me more disney <laughs> i love it why not yeah great great I they got the it. money keep going so i i i'm having a blast watching mandalorian i mm -hmm. you know I, i'm really into universe building so that's my star wars story uh in a nutshell Word. bailey a star wars story um, how when but you I guys do like i like them all so it's just fun to talk about when you guys, how hard was it for you guys to do your rankings? It killed my soul. Uh -huh. But also, I, 
you know, oh, I meant to say after all that, like I enjoy it all and like whatever, but I, I'm not a purist. I'm not somebody honestly who gives a fuck about like things being perfectly canon, especially because they're made so far apart and with different directors and writers and concept makers that I'm just like, I don't care when things get broken. So it was pretty it was like even more difficult for me because I kind of just like enjoy them all as like fairy tales. Like George Lucas says, they're just like fun movies to me, but that's sacrilege to a lot of purists. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, Oh, they're just fun movies. And people are like, no, (laughs) star Wars. And I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. Sorry. I don't care. (laughs) Um, But that's just me. And I think it's just like a fun thing. And I I love that it's a populist like sci-fi Mecca that will never die. Right. And that's fun. Um, but this was hard. This was hard. Word. That was a long answer. No, no. My, my rankings are kind of all about the top five and then the bottom ones could be interchangeable. I, I know that Scott and I have had this argument before where I get, especially with the newest films, I think they're better just by virtue of the fact that we're better at writing, we're better at effects and we're better at acting now. So they're just sure. better films in that way to me. But I've also listened to your notes, Scott, and I do I do give a lot more value to the original films because those were the films that brought me to this franchise and they're the reason why I'm still here and love everything and all that stuff. So yeah. I should say, with the exception of one, um, which we'll get to pretty quickly, um, I love them all. I'm kind of, I'm in the same boat. Um, my new argument now, um, to jump on it because you mentioned it, is in talking about the prequels, people are like, oh, the, the prequels were badly written. Um, I, I actually argue that that's not true. I think that it's bad dialogue, and I think that mm. there's some sloppy execution of things. But if you break them down, which I've done <laughs> with, <laughs> with people, oh, Ed Goodman and I, shout out to Ed Goodman, who's now listening to the podcast. Eddie G. Um, hey. He was a screenwriter. Um, but you break it down, and it is, they are all, all three structurally almost perfect screenplays they are telling in what they're doing it's execution he's not great with actors and that sort of thing but i've become very forgiving about uh well i was never super i was always kind of supportive of the prequels there was some disappointment i think because for my generation um there were there was 20 years of making up your own stories right you know for 20 years people my my friends and I talked about and played what that fucking Anakin Skywalker Ben you know Obi Wan Kenobi fight was gonna look like. What was that gonna be? Like it had twenty years of building up in people's imaginations, which I think is the case with a lot of it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, Agreed. I I I think I focused. These are not edited, by the way. Oh, the, the original. Oh, this VHS pre- is pre Ah, uh, that's yeah. the good one. Those are the I good think ones, I have. I think I have bootlegs of the all the originals on DVD. I'll find them. Well, it's just it's it's just annoying to replace amazing puppetry, you know, incredible creature Some of the shop music stuff has with CGI and shit. And you're mm-hmm. like, what? And the music and the you're, you're just like, why? Yeah. I don't. I heard. This. I heard that all had to Lucas, do with man. stuff that was his ex-wife's idea. Uh, that's funny. And like, I mean, this, I don't. Think, I've never heard that. Take. I've never heard that. 
That's no, fine. I've always heard. Uh, didn't she have a big hand in the original trilogy, like story-wise? No. She was the editor. Oh, wow. She was one of the editors of the original Star Wars. And she and the, the other two editors kind of swept in at the 11th hour and kind of saved it. Mm. Um, Maybe I'm going off of just a mess. check stuff that I thought I heard. Um, and they, they, I mean, she she was involved, but she, and she certainly gave him, had given him notes and they had talked a lot over the years, but mm. okay. then she kind of, then she kind of cheated on him and bailed on them, her, him and her, and their kids, like mm. Marsha Lucas did. Mm. Okay. Wow. Marsha, <laughs> fuck you, Marsha. Yeah, um, I mean, he raised those kids. I mean, he raised all his kids by himself. Go, go, George. Um, love that guy. Uh, sometimes, not anymore. Um, he's fine. Um, he spoke <laughs> at a at my brother's. So I think I talked about Bob Dole last time speaking. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> oh no, that was on the Birdcage episode. Yes. Bob Dole spoke at my brother's Bob high Dole school jokes. commencement. Well, George Lucas spoke at my brother that same brother's uh, American Film Institute graduation. And he was the in, he introduced the keynote speaker. He was not the keynote speaker. Wow. He George Lucas introduced James Earl Jones as the nice. keynote speaker. Nice. And he finished his speech with "And may the force be with you." And everybody went nuts. Ah! It was a super oh fun day. There was only maybe like a hundred people there. It was like a really small. I think there was That's like so ten people cool, in his graduating though. class. Yeah, it was super fun. Um, cause it was like the editor's, um, uh, graduation or whatever. It was super fun. Uh, so I've technically been in the same tent as both of them and Malcolm McDowell and, uh, Mary Steenburgen and Ted Danson were all sitting right in front of me. <laughs> nice. Um, Jesus and Christ. their kid, Malcolm McDowell and Mary Steenburgen's kid was graduating with my brother and Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen were right. together. Yeah. So yeah. they were all sitting together right in front of me. And I walked up to Malcolm McDowell afterwards and I, he had a mouthful of, you know, hors d'oeuvre. And I said, uh, hey, uh, Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> and he goes, uh-huh. <laughs> I just wrote, love your work. And he's just like, thank you. And I just walked away. And, and you were oh, the best thing I've ever done. I was 13. <laughs> I don't even know that I knew him from anything but Clockwork Orange at that point. That's um, so cute. Yeah, I'm a fucking weirdo. Um, no! So, okay. Can we rank these fucking things? Let's do it. I want to hear, because it was CJ's pick, mm -hmm. I want to hear your rankings first. Yes. Well, like I said, like the top five or six are the important ones, and the bottom six is like, nah, you know, whatever. Are, sure. are we going through, like... 11 11 11 10 10 10 9 9 9 like um how do we want to do it that's yeah hardcore do we want to do it yeah okay let's, do it. let's try it. it fuck i don't know okay. if, it, if it's a clusterfuck we'll never do it again okay yeah. okay yeah. um and then at the end we can speed read through them okay yeah uh what Sorry, is my your cat is being a nightmare right now. bottom film? What is everyone's? I have a feeling it's the same one. It might be. What is everyone's bottom film in the in the franchise? I put Phantom Menace. Okay. Oh, never wow. mind. Scott. Um, I'll tell you, but I have <laughs> I have a I have a rant that I, I need that need that goes with this, and I want to oh, get it out. I already know where this is going. Uh, okay. I, I need to get it out. 
Um, so mine is is episode nine, Rise of Skywalker. Um, uh-huh. I need to get this out because I um, I wrote my notes. It's an abomination of storytelling, which is uh-huh. a little extreme. Um, uh-huh. I just feel like when I saw it the first time, um, I was angry about it. Um, as I revisited Same. it and tried to love it and, and love so many other dopey fucking things, I just couldn't get over how cowardly I thought it was. I think it's vaguely racist. I think it's pandering. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I hate to shame anybody who I, I'm not shaming anybody. If you love it, you love it. And I'll shut up about it. Um, the most interesting thing happens off screen and that doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. and, and so that's it. That's the end of my rant. I, I've spent too much time on it. Uh, mine is also rise of Skywalker. Um, I don't hate the film, but I, um, walked out being like, yeah, wow. It would have been really great if Carrie Fisher hadn't passed away. Oh True. yeah, and I, that's and just I, all I felt. R. And R. I think it's hard to almost—it's almost even hard to judge the. It, it's it is cowardly in a way that they didn't try something different. But basically, that movie was supposed to be a Hers. Carrie Fisher movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the second one was the Luke movie, and the first one was the uh, was the um, solo movie. And and then you, you you if you don't have her what's the movie anymore so they hand it back to jj abrams and it's in which i have a lot of, okay girl um, but it, it to me it's yeah girl uh, it's not it's it's weird well, it's weird for me but I, I i also think that it's um it has some moments that were worth watching i think uh adam driver is giving a great performance with very little uh, uh i do. love the cast yeah mm-hmm. i love them all day i um i'll 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 stand up for the kiss I think the kiss is nice. I yeah, like that when people kiss. Me. Babu Frick is fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, Babu there's Frick a wins my Oscar. In it. There is well, a here's the problem. You know what the problem with Babu Frick is now? What? Grogu. Baby Yoda's come around and like yeah, that character now just seems like I agree, like but it's good puppetry and it's like it's the good only part and... where I was like, yeah, at the end. Um <laughs> It was the only part that didn't feel like it was setting up like uh, a sequel, like another trilogy where I was like, or like a TV show where I was just like, oh, he's just a character. Nice. You're just trying to sell merch. I love it. Let's move up because yeah, we, we could go down the hole. Yeah, of yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what's our next? What's number 10 for you, Siege? Siege? Attack of the Clones. Okay. Honorable mention to the fucking Yoda and Christopher Lee fight in the end because mm-hmm. I remember screaming <laughs> at that in the theater and then screaming at it as soon as I bought the DVD and put it on my tiny 13-inch TV yeah. in my dorm room. On rewatch, it's silly because of how far CGI has come, but I remember at the time yes. having my fists in the air. Oh, the audience <laughs> going, this is the craziest thing that's ever happened. How are they? This is what I said. I said this every day after we walked out the 15 times I fucking saw it. I said, <laughs> how are they puppeting that? <laughs> it like I it because at the time the CGI, it was the best CGI that had ever been. Yeah. So at the time. Now so it all I, looks like the first my, Harry Potter. Yeah. And <laughs> so in my brain, I was like, this is mind blowing. How, how right. is somebody going like this with a fucking Yoda doll <laughs> for everyone at home? Because this is a fucking audio uh, medium. I was just uh, throwing my hands back and forth. Like, <laughs> it's 
crazy. That's also my number 10, Attack of the Clones. Uh, it is also my number 10. Nice. I said, Good lineup, guys. Good lineup. I said, um, I said, oh, this is what I wrote because I was trying to like, uh, I was trying to do this little exercise as I did them uh, and just wrote quick little thoughts about it. And what I wrote about this one is that this one is more boring than anything to me. The romantic stuff just fails in all that. But yeah. I was like, this is the interesting thing is that, and you said it, Bailey, and it's your generation. There's a, there's a generation of kids that are now adults mm-hmm. who saw the prequels and they don't, they've endured. The prequels yeah. have endured. And yeah. I think the Clone Wars cartoon yeah. has now reinvigorated them. Clone, Attack yes. of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith are better movies because, because of Clone of Wars. the cartoon. So yes. it's same with, and we'll get into this. The same with like Rogue One makes A New Hope a better movie. Yes, like just it just notches it up to this other level where you're just like, oh shit, because you know the moments before now, and it just it it and mm-hmm. that to me is exciting. Um, I uh, yeah, Attack of the Clones. You know, I the one thing I will stand and stan for is the gladiator shit at the end oh all that stuff it's fun the coliseum shit that's cool anytime they introduce new creatures characters alien races i'm always into that hearing new languages and stuff i'm a big nerd for that stuff. and y'all should see tiktok it's covered with people like talking about how the prequels are the greatest films of all time and (laughs) and it's hard not to comment and be like it okay you're calm down because it's not but it you know they're like this is why and they'll like walk you through why but attack of the clones has one of the funniest things on the fucking planet where if you think about it you know the bugs that kill that come in to kill padme Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the bugs are released by a droid which was sent by that changeling who was hired by count dooku who was hired by palpatine so palpatine hired Palpatine didn't want to kill Padme so he gave it to Dooku Dooku didn't want to kill Padme so he gave it to a changeling changeling didn't want to kill Padme so she gave it to a droid the droid didn't want to kill Padme so he gave it to bugs and the bugs killed Padme didn't oh and there's Django there's Django Fett's in the middle of that oh and then Django fucking no Django Fett hires the changeling yeah, so you got it yeah here we go oh my god there's a bigger chain than I realized yeah so it's like there's silly shit where you're like Okay. Um, yeah, and I don't love all the like the romance shit. I think is not well done. That's it doesn't sell me on it. And also, there was this whole you know thing where Natalie Portman did not love um, Hayden. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they didn't. I, I guess she didn't like love working with him, and so you can kind of feel it. And it's like I don't know. Number nine. Number nine, CJ. Huge. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Oh. Oh wow, Scott. My number nine is Phantom Menace. Okay. My number nine is episode seven, The Force Awakens. Mm. Mm. Uh, I like it. I think it's a fan service uh, bombshell. I think it's great. I think it's fun. Um, That's it. I think it's fun. The the funny thing about Force Awakens for me now is that it's dropping and it's dropping because of the Mandalorian. Like Mm -hmm. it's lower Mm -hmm. this time than it would have been a year ago. Yeah. and there's this is this is the infuriating thing about that the the sequel trilogy is that and the criticisms have been made is why you don't sit down and map everything out you just yeah. wing in it film by film so these these weird pulled punches punches 
So all the Maz Katana stuff in the thing where she's looking into John Boyega's eyes going, I've seen those eyes before. This will never right. pay off. This has nothing. This you will never find out anything about this. The lightsaber. Yeah. How did you get the lightsaber? It's an amazing story, but I'm not going to tell it to you. It's yeah. all these little moments. That being said, it I do think it's well made. I think it looks good. Yeah. And, it's, it's fantastic. cast really well. The cast is what uh, what saves it for me. Absolutely, and I think there's some there's some great moments. It's just not my uh, it wasn't my favorite thing. I well, saw it on Christmas Day in IMAX and I enjoyed it. Great. And yeah. and for me, for all the prequels, and quite honestly, they're all kind of interchangeable there at the bottom. Mm -hmm. I love them all. I love them all. It's just for me that story, like you said, Scott, something that you'd anticipated for so long, it could have been told and acted so much better. And it's, it's, there's still scenes that even though I know the, the films by rote, I still cringe at some of the scenes. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's why for me, but yeah. I still love them. Oh yeah. I cringe through this whole, every one of these movies sometimes, you know, I mean, there's stuff where I'm just like, Oh Jesus. But yeah, yeah I agree. Um, okay. Number eight, number eight siege. Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Yeah. What what what's your what's your defense of Rise of Skywalker? My defense of Rise of Skywalker is um it's it's um I there are characters in there that I love so much that I'm backing. I love Ray, I love Finn, I love Poe, I love Adam Driver's character. There's it suffers from way too much fucking stuff going on, but then there was stuff too like <laughs> This will make Scott yell. But one of my favorite scenes, designs, was that moon that the crashed Death Star was on that they had to go to get the Sith knife or something. Oh, with the waves? The waves? Yes, planet? I just remembered thinking that, that that it was such a beautiful, it was such a cool design and everything. So they kind of blew me away visually quite a bit in that film. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is my least favorite of the new, all of the newer stuff, for the sure. The Sith temple Except was hard for me to get past. I, yeah, the Sith Temple. The, well, the pieces of the Death Star, like, <laughs> this is it infuriating because exploded. we literally watched it evaporate. We yeah. literally watched it vaporize. Yeah. Like, when you're just making stuff up. You're just making stuff up now. And then it became this weird thing where they're talking about, like, as if it's like an ancient time because this Sith dagger lines up perfectly with the Death Star pieces. And it's like, well, what if the Death Star piece broke apart more and wasn't in the same place anymore? What if it's like it's like <laughs> well, the most flawed? And they didn't even need time. it at that and point. Now, you don't right, even they need, didn't it. Even need it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what cartoon series is going to come up next right. and make Rise of Skywalker seem way fucking better because that's sure. what Clone Wars and Rebels did for the prequels. I don't know. Yeah, they, I mean, oh, I they made the characters, they, they made the storylines, they made the history so much more interesting. Finn and Ray should have gotten together. Mm -hmm. uh, or Poe and, and Finn. That'd be hot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And also, um, the the fucking kill Chewbacca on accident, and then he's not dead <laughs> two minutes later. Shit. I know. I can't get past it. Well, that was the moment in the theater where I went, "Oh, is this a terrible film?" And then I kept asking myself the whole rest of the time. I was going, "Oh, is this? There's is things this that, bad." It's like, you can say what you want about the prequels. Things make sense. The things just don't make sense in that movie. I don't like, and here's, can I give another thing? Uh, I'm sorry yeah. to rant on it, but no, I think no. that doing a shout out to Kelly Marie Tran, 
who got fucked yeah. over yeah. by poor, a poor cowardly Rose. a cowardly corporation who yeah. gave into racist fucking bigot bullshit. She was great. She was great, and um, I. And you add, then it's they they add, they're, then there's they're adding characters and trying to create these connections with these brand new characters and you don't know who they are or quite why they're yeah, yeah I'm done with it I'm done right Sorry. I'll stop no, I'll true. stop on my it's a lot it's a lot um okay uh so we're on number that was your number eight correct Siege that was my number eight yes mine is my number eight is Solo a Star Wars story. I love it. I think it's fun. I seem to like it a little bit more with each viewing. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's unnecessary and it's the only part where, um, well, no, that's not true. I, I like the casting. Uh, I think Glover steals it. I actually think Chewie does an amazing job and Woody Harrelson's great and it's fine. It's just a completely unnecessary thing. Tandy Newton, another honorable mention from that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Tandy Newton is one of my like ultimate. Pardon me. Why Tandy doesn't Newton. she get more fucking work? Okay. Uh, mine is Phantom Menace. Oh, cool. I love Phantom Menace. I think uh, the Darth Maul shit at the end, the third act of Phantom Menace is so fun. I think so Qui-Gon fun. Jinn is and awesome. One of the best lightsaber battles. One of the in best all of, in all of this ever. Yeah. Good music, Duel of the Fates. You Duel can't go wrong. Duel of the Fates is great. It's yeah. it's fantastic. And I, you know, I I see the racist stuff. Stuff. I'm there. I see it. I get it. Um, the viceroys specifically mm-hmm. um, are, you know, very obviously like these weird Asian stereotypes and things like that. But I'll defend the Jar Jar Binks uh, portrayal. And I don't know if y'all want to talk about that at all um i will talk about it it's hard for me to talk about because right. i am i know ahmed best i'm right. friends with ahmed best um if ahmed best walked into your room right now you would think that the coolest most suavest motherfucker who ever lived walked into your room uh and he's having this great resurgence because he's been accepted back into the world he's mm-hmm. hosting the kids show on uh, uh, the jedi temple right Kids show game show um he's kicking ass he's big in la theater um and he's just a good kind cool awesome person and i'm glad that he's and an amazing uh, performer too and an amazing performer and you know um i'm glad that the star Wars. but you know it's like he says and one of the badges of honor that he wears is that he helped create an entire new art form yeah motion capture did not exist before him yeah he created that um, along with Andy Circus and, and, you know, other yeah. groundbreaking people. So I love him. It's awesome. Um, yeah. And I, you know, so my, every time I see Jar Jar, I'm, I'm a sucker for him. I'm yeah, a sucker Jar for Jar. Jar Jar was like my first legit impression that I got as a kid that I like nailed as a kid and would do it all the time. It's a character that gets so much hate mm-hmm. and I have always not understood why and i i think i understand why from the perspective of the original trilogy but in my head i'm just like he's just a fucking it's comic relief who cares yeah the kids loved him like that's fun to me and i did love him and i you know whatever but okay what's your number seven seven for me is solo and my big notes for solo is donald glover out lando's lando and alden out solos Harrison Ford, as far as I'm concerned. 
That's that's crazy. I think that's crazy. I'm just talk. saying it. I love it. Um, yeah, I, love I, 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 it's another one of those movies that the more I watch it, I get it. It's not a movie that a non-Star Wars person that had never seen the films would watch it and get it and enjoy it. I get yeah. it that it's fan service, but it, I liked it. it and I'm the same as Leia. The more and more I watch it, the more I like it. I, you know, it's higher on my list uh, than that. It's because it's, um, I love that movie. I think it's super fun. I just dismiss, dismiss it completely from Han Solo and I have the fucking time of my life, mm-hmm. which I think is why people maybe who are more purists don't love it. Mm-hmm. But I agree, Siege. Like I I would argue it's not, some of it isn't even fan service. He's kind of doing a different thing. Um, he's got a little more energy than, you know. Uh, he's trying to do a Western. Yeah, I just think and Mandalorian gets it a little bit better. Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mandalorian feels like I'm watching Shane. Like, <laughs> he just like rolls into town and takes yeah. care of business. Yeah, I love that shit. Um, my number. Oh, go ahead, Scott. You're, you're number seven. And my number seven is Force Awakens. And nice. I, I've said yeah. my reasons why. Uh, mine is Revenge of the Sith. Mm. I like that film. I think it's I rewatched them recently and um, I have the high ground. There's so many. That one and then only Sith's deal in absolutes. Those are my two favorite lines from that. Yeah. <laughs> I really like um, Grievous. Oh, yes. I, I think, think he's, he's terrifying and wonderful. He's amazing in Clone Wars, too. Yeah. Right. Um, I've only seen a few episodes of Clone Wars, and I and I and he's been in them, and I've been like, yeah, he's <laughs> badass. He's a um, good bad guy. He is. He's in a, the four lightsabers and the like droid coughing, but he has mm-hmm. organic. Like oh, I'm all about it. Love um, six, six, number six. For me, Return of the Jedi. My number six is uh, Revenge of the Sith, and one of the things uh, I think that it's moved up um, because of Clone Wars, like I said earlier, and Reb- mm-hmm. and Rebels. That sword fight, I think, is badass. In the yeah. final battle, and Ewan McGregor is. Um, I think you, it. It, it, you, yeah, Ewan McGregor is bringing it and have brought it through all three of them. But I think it's typifies like that he sort of, yeah, he's he, committed as fuck through all he's, three. He's Obi Wan, man. Yeah, yeah. Mine is um, Star Wars: A New Hope. Is number right. six. Is my number six. Okay, that was one that I, om- I almost put way further down on the list as like, maybe like bottom three because I was just a little bored mm. and I, I kept being like, fuck, like, and I don't have as much nostalgia surrounding it. Yeah. So I was sort of like, this isn't, I don't care as much. And I kind of fell asleep the first time and I had to like re put it back on the next day. And I was like, Oh yeah. Okay, good. But I get it that it started it all. And it's like the reason for all of it. So I'm all about it. But like without Yoda, I'm like, hmm, I don't care. <laughs> you know, but I do love like, following two droids through an entire film i think that's super cool go ahead you, you know what made me love that film even more is mm. the family guy blue harvest spoof <laughs> that is yeah. really funny <laughs> look a penny yeah look, look sir, sir <laughs> droids look. look a penny those are really funny actually they are that, but that more. one in particular like he you can i watching that I feel remembering like Seth MacFarlane watches this movie the same way I watched this movie and it hit all of those points that I don't know I just yeah that's why yeah. that's what made me love that movie even more all right number five number five Empire Strikes Back 
Scott? Uh, Rogue One. I wrote, in good conscience, I can't put it any higher. It's oh. a good it's a good movie, but it's not part of I I think I, I was I really focused on story and arc and I love it and it's in my top five, obviously. Uh it's really well made. I think Felicity Jones kills it in there. Mm. Um I don't need to see that was like a nut like they're doing the whole spin-off with what's his name, and I don't need that. Like I'm I'm not really looking forward to the spy TV show about um what's his name? The Rogue one TV yeah it was like that that was just enough it was clever uh it, it was clever enough and i i think that you're right bailey like it does help augment um well uh, augment i think it's augmented by star wars but they they play off of each other really well yeah uh mine is solo a star wars story mm. i like this one a lot uh, super, super fun. And the ones that are above it for me are just kind of my like ultimate Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Number four. Force Awakens. It's a good one. Yeah. I just loved, I mean, I just loved new characters. You got a lady lead. You got an African-American lead. Like I just was, it was new. It was fresh. And it was still all the old good stuff that you love too. Yeah. And I just grew to love the characters. And I will say it right now. I like BB-8 better than R2-D2. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she knows oh. that it infuriates me. <laughs> I like um, TC-13. <laughs> Everyone right. wants to fuck TC thirteen. I sure do. Um, okay, Scott. Four. My number four is Return of the Jedi. Uh, I wrote, all right. I wrote. It's the capper. It's the one. The good guys win. It could have all stopped there. They could have just stopped. Um, yeah. I'm an Ewok stan. I also think <laughs> all that, day. I also I'm think a Warwick Davis stan too. Here, here. The Mandalorian has now pushed Return of the Jedi up higher. I don't know. Mm. Um, that's another example of a show. Like Mandalorian is all about Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It's all feeding off all of all of those guys' energy and fever after Return of the Jedi and waiting for 20 years for stuff to happen. And um, yeah, I think it's Mine great. Mine is also Return of the Jedi. Nice. Yeah. All right, number three. A New Hope. My number three is The Last Jedi. Hmm. And let me tell you why. Yeah. I think it was, hear me carefully here. I think <laughs> it is the best film of all of them. Yeah. It is made by a great filmmaker. Yeah. He made bold fucking choices. Mm -hmm. He got, he got, he got this. This is your pass. We're passing Force Awakens to you. Yeah. Okay, cool. What's the coolest shit I can do? What's the, and he said this in interviews. The coolest, he's like, the hardest thing I needed to have Ray hear, the hardest thing she could hear. Yeah. Your parents are nobody. I needed to make Luke have lost all of his faith. Yeah. Else there, he's just there and he's just a hero. He's just a guy. If the he best doesn't part have about it is that it it's purposefully attempting to not rhyme with the original series and the prequels, which yeah. rhyme perfectly with each mm, other. Right. Which is annoying. Yeah, for a modern audience, in my opinion, it's a little annoying, which is why I think people were so upset by the end of um, Rise of Skywalker with her calling herself a Skywalker. And she, it's like, no, we don't care about that. That doesn't we yeah, care about you. 
We right. worry about what's going to happen to you in the next trilogy. We don't give a fuck about the Skywalker trilogy. Like, that's not what you're about. You right. are a new person. Like, fuck this stuff. Like, let's... Uh, no, okay. I'm I'm with you. And um, the idea that the yeah. that the force belongs to all of us. That's the first thing that we hear about the that's force. Right. That's right. It's an energy field created by all living things. And Ryan yeah. Johnson went, All right, well then the kid with the broom has it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy has it and this guy has it. And it doesn't and so the re, the re, and Laura I have Dern. To, uh, Laura Dern. Like all those everyone's people giving it. and everyone's giving it. Um and I think that the other thing that and maybe why I intentionally put this higher was it blew it, it bugs conservatives to their very core. The yeah. fundamental core of ideology uh, of conservative ideology is there are people born better than other people. And all conservatives think that they're the better people. So that the idea of this power belonging to everybody is outrageous to them and i'm glad it pissed them off i think it's visually a stunning film Mm. i think it's one of the best fights porgs you got your porgs they're delicious you find (laughs) out where uh green milk comes from green yes um Um, not the blue milk that's the green milk i'm sorry i went on a rant for far too long what's your three what's your three Uh, my number three is empire strikes back uh, the Yoda training stuff is my favorite mm. of all the whole, all of the movies. That's my yeah. favorite sequence of all of the movies. I yeah. I think it's so fucking fun when he's riding on his back and shit and just being a little stinker. It's my shit. Um, okay, uh, number two, the Last Jedi. Nice. Mine. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the best one of the new trilogy. Um, I, everything you guys said about how anyone can have the force and also fucking porgs. I just, I love them. There's one up in my car. There's one in my apartment. I love porgs. I yeah. love them. Scott was there when I saw them for the first time during a preview when we were waiting for that movie mm-hmm. to come out. Watch her face was like, <laughs> you you made the same exact face as our, our friend Jeremy's kid, Billy, <laughs> uh, who at age five discovered my DVDs of Star Wars and asked if we could watch him. He had never seen any of them before. And I was like, Billy, if it's okay with your dad, we can we can watch we can watch the Star Wars movies. And he turned and his face to his dad was just like ah, like dad, dad. He said, Scott's we got his mouth him. wide open with wide eyes. <laughs> it was and CJ Poor made the Rachel. exact same face when she saw a porg for the first time. Wow. Love them porgs. Yeah. They're very fun. Yeah, and I think um Mark Hamill in that film is giving yes. the performance of his lifetime mm-hmm. and Adam Driver and Daisy D- Daisy Ridley right yeah. yeah in those scenes where they're sharing mind space or whatever mm-hmm. I, that's the hottest shit in any of the Star Wars like yeah. that shit is oh, yeah. so on fire I love that stuff I also um, just dug the whole I just dig the whole storyline of and this is what it's another reason why I like the cartoons it's also why I liked this episode too this whole thing of like the good force the Jedi they're always the best the better the light whatever and I always love watching people say like well that's what we've been told but I don't, I think there's more to it than that or even rejecting it or the rejection. I just, Mm -hmm. I love that part of the story. And I also just- Burning the books. Yes. And I love, I love the whole scene of her. It's, it's very like Eastern religion fable. Like the student wants to meet with the master and learn from the master, but the master just keeps running away. And it's about the student being 
like yeah. diligent and f- continuing to follow. And I just, I love that whole thing. I, I love that movie very much. Mm-hmm. What's your number two, Scott? Oh, that was your number two, Siege? Yes, Last oh, Jedi. My, uh, my number two is is A New Hope, Star Wars. It's the OG. It, it still sends... When when Han Solo shows up at the end and shoots, shoots them TIE fighters so that Luke can blow up the Death Star, I still fucking get tears in my eye. It's one of the <laughs> great turns of a character, and you wanted it, you wanted him to come back. And yeah. So it's all the guilty as charged. It's all the nostalgia and all of yeah. that. And um, I get that. I yeah, love it. I My love, number two Alec is Guinness. I'm sorry. Alec Guinness is also just mm-hmm. oof, go ahead. Next level. My number two is episode eight. The last Jedi. Yes. yes. I agree with you both. I think it's just, there's just, there's nothing more to talk about. It, it, it's fantastic. Oh, the salt planet. Yes. The salt planet. Oh, with the red, with the red scene. I was like, Oh, they're on Hoth. And then you see the red under it and you're like, what? And those crystal foxes and shit. Yo, I'm all about it. That last yeah, good creatures in that one. Great creature you, work. And when you CGI realize it and puppet. Oh yeah. And when you realize that Luke isn't making footprints. Yeah. Not, and no. You're like, oh, I saw he, that the first time I saw the movie and I was like, oh, they fucked up. I was like, oh, they, oh shit, they no, forgot yeah. CGI. I knew the year. And then at the end, when I re- I was like, oh fuck, they're the most brilliant fucking people, Ryan Johnson. Ah. Well, My- and then the fight goes on, and they don't, they don't connect. He just keeps dodging right. him, and I'm right. like, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah. My one little note for that movie that always makes me laugh, and it's right when Luke shows up and he's about to face off with Kylo Ren, and it's like it's you get that shot of him with the sun shining on him. Little Mark Hamill has the most high water pants and little old man Velcro kid shoes on <laughs> in that scene. Like his pants are halfway up his calf and he's got some right. Velcro shoes. It's it's the most adorable little old man thing I ever. I love it. And it's he's what, got he would skinny little legs. Yeah, he probably made it himself on that little <laughs> island. Um, uh, yeah, Last Jedi. Okay, what's your number one, CJ? Rogue One. Um, I love it. I love it. It makes it makes the old trilogy better. Um, and also, I mean, I, the whole father daughter relationship in that it's just hits home so hard for me. And I love that movie. And that's all. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, it's a best droid, best droid in it ever. Yeah, in absolutely. all of Star Wars. Uh, Easily. What's his name? Alan Tudyk. Yeah, you don't know Alan Tudyk. You don't know because it's not that great. Uh, oh, stop it! It's Alan. I should have written. It's the voice of the, it's the Alan chicken Tudyk. from Moana. That's right. <laughs> no, it's I, high. Alan Tudyk. K two S O. It's high. It's yeah. very high. He's really good. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, Scott. Um. My number one is Empire Strikes Back. It yeah, was it. the one where the the myth opens up, like. I remember so clearly my Aunt Bunny and my Uncle JP taking me to see see this in a crowded theater, like people literally sitting in the aisle way. Mm-hmm. Uh. And the revelation when the Darth Vader line comes and the audible, I remember the gasping, like it was unreal. People's minds were so fucking blown. Uh, and then I'm with you, Bailey. It's all the Yoda stuff. It's so that's good. the it's the magic. It's laying yeah. down this whole other layer of the mythology and the philosophy. So and in I mean, my in my VHS, quoted. he says, "No, Luke." 
I am your father. In the re-edit, he says, no, I am your father. Right. It's a new recording. Yeah, they, yeah. they mm. took out the word Luke. And then apparently somebody had told me that there's even another more recent, like 25th anniversary or, you know, whatever, 30th anniversary edition where he doesn't even say no anymore. He just mm. says, I'm your father huh. or something. And I'm like, why? Stop. Stop, stop fucking with me. The first stop one is better. Yeah. Keep it. Okay. Um, What's your great. number one, Bailey? <gasps> My number one is Rogue One, yes. a Star Wars story. Mm. I We win. The last five minutes of that movie <laughs> I, you know what's gonna happen. You've seen the first fucking movie, right? And somehow, I'm still going. There's no way they ex- escape Vader. There's no way mm-hmm. at the end during that whole montage. I was super sold on. I love that they die at the end. Mm-hmm. I love that yeah. everyone fu- that they were like one off. This is a one off. You don't have to fucking know anything else. And yeah, I, it is a little weird that now they're like, okay, it was a one off, but we'll, we'll give you like a prequel series. but i love his character enough that i'm probably gonna love the show so i'm gonna watch it oh i am one with the force and the forces with me that whole like oh god there's so many good characters the donnie in stuff is is, i am the force the force is with me i am the force like that i just i feel like crying now i'm gonna watch rogue one as soon as we're done with this rogue one is so good (laughs) it has some of the best um action sequences of the whole thing but i agree scott i think the last jedi is kind of profoundly the best film of like standalone film of this entire franchise it's just good shit man it's just fun it is Uh, and it and it all is and uh, you know i think that in watching the mandalorian and are you all everybody's caught up i mean i am yes i'm not but go ahead the, no, no, well, I won't. I won't. Know, spoiler alerts to all who uh, might listen. Anyway. I'm, I'm not going to reveal anything. Suffice to say that there is a huge reveal at the, at the, in the final episode of the second season of Mandalorian. Oh, wow. okay. That's that's yes. Like you just like you just melt. Like you just melt because oh, you're not quite sure that it's happening. And yeah. Like when you realize it. And you when have to it tell us when you've watched it, Bailey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm tell close. I'm only I'm, well. I'm only three episodes in, but yeah, to the okay. second season. Okay. Um, it just keeps getting better and better, uh, and Rosario Dawson, and all, but everything that they've done with the Mandalorian, and I think that that's why I've responded so much more to to the cartoons and um, the Mandalorian than to any, either of the JJ. Star Wars movies they were just they don't feel like Star Wars movies now and the more that I watch Rebels and Clone Wars and Mandalorian they feel less and less like Star Wars and Mm. maybe they'll maybe future projects will with the exception of Last Jedi which feels like it's hope like that was the there's a great interview with Dave Filoni where he breaks down all, all of Lucas's intentions and like uh, talks about everything that Lucas told him as he started working on Clone Wars was there always has to be hope. This is for kids Mm. and every kid who watches it needs to walk away with the feeling of hope. And, Mm. and you can have, you can, you can have cliffhangers. You can have moments of not sure, but as a story resolves itself, that kid has to have hope. And I think that that's why you, we keep coming back to these stories. And no matter which is your favorite character or your favorite character this week, and it'll be interesting to do this list yeah. in a year because it'll be totally different. Yeah, exactly. Um, Great. It's, it's, 
he did something like let's you know give credit he created a world and and a universe and now he's let people play and look what dave filoni and john favreau have done like it's amazing yeah. so. may may i give my quick plug of the cartoons yeah i the thing that was so fun for me, like I said, they Clone Wars particularly makes a lot of the characters and a lot of the storylines of the prequels so much more interesting. They make you like the characters better. Um, but you get to meet all of these other amazing characters like Ahsoka Tano and mm -hmm. Bo-Katan. And um, you also can learn just more about, you can learn more about the Force. Like you can learn more about the universe. And also it's like, when I was a kid with Empire Strikes Back, Yoda was always this funny, goofy little creature to me. Well, in Clone Wars, he's a serious fucking general. And you kind of see his whole character storyline starting from there. Because he wasn't always this goofy weirdo living by himself on a, mm -hmm. like, swamp planet, you know? I just, I, they've really gotten me through the quarantine and I've loved them. And yeah, I mean, it's like, I watched them as a 35 year old adult and I just couldn't, I think I blammed through Rebels in like a week. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's just really good stuff. I recommend it to anybody that likes Star Wars at all. It's great. Or just great storytelling. Like, I think mm -hmm. that that's the thing is like, you know, sometimes it gets dismissed. It's some really great storytelling and some really great fantasy storytelling um, yeah. to boot in those cartoons and they're all bite sizable. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're 20 minutes long, so yeah. you're in and out. Yeah. I'll have to watch them sometime. Um, can I get a real quick, let's get, yeah. cause we've gone real long on this app. Let's yeah. see if we can get ourselves a best performer of the entire franchise from it's each e of you. It, it's easy for me. Okay. Go ahead. It's Frank Oz. It's Yoda. Yeah. Mm. Both as a puppet, especially as the puppeteer, especially in Empire yeah. and Jedi. Yeah. Um, and in Last Jedi. Um, but even Agreed. his voice work, like, and all of that, like, and you watch the making of, and yeah, there's a lot of great performances and a lot of people who are doing a lot of heavy lifting mm -hmm. of, of some clunky dialogue. Um, but he just nails it for me. Yeah. Siege. Oh man, I don't think I could pick. I mean, I would say Carrie Fisher just because I've loved her all these years, but with In your... one specific, is there one movie specifically? No, I just, she was always like a princess that wasn't your run-of-the-mill princess when I was right. growing up. And so I always appreciated that about her as a kid. Yeah. She wasn't a great. Disney, well, now she's a Disney princess, but she wasn't sure. your like stereotypical Disney princess, which made it even more possible for super cool characters like Ahsoka Tano and stuff to come in. Yeah. Um, but Frank Oz is a really good answer. Scott. Frank Oz is probably <laughs> mine as well. But if I had to choose a different one, choose I'd a human. Mark Hamill in Last Jedi. Ah, uh, I just think it's—I don't know, man. I—he's so <laughs> dialed in, but also like kind of making fun of himself. But he totally gets that he's playing the Yoda part from Empire. Mm -hmm. He totally mm -hmm. gets that he's doing the goofy, like <laughs> you know, like that's like his. His, his mo and he's kind of doing the same thing to to ray that happened i don't know i really like yeah, that no i dig um it. and then you know adam driver Oof, dom and diego luna i think they're all fantastic oh forrest whitaker <laughs> yes one yeah. gives a uncle ass. danny's grade great in rogue one you will not 
survive this. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. Um, okay. Uh, uh, important Star Wars question. Sure. How does everyone feel about the holiday special? Oh, right. Oh, it's, ridi- it's, rid- it's a ridiculously funny fun It's thing. fun. You know, uh, CJ and I, a couple, was it last year? I don't know. Two we, years so ago, not two this years Christmas, ago, but last right. Christmas. We went over to um, our friend Natalie, who was on our uh, Vogel Paula series. Vogel miniseries. Mm-hmm. We went over to Natalie and Sophia and Ian's house. Shout out to the crew over Whoop. there. Um, and we watched... How you doing, Scott? <laughs> sorry. Something, um, fe- something fell. <laughs> okay. Uh, we watched. Uh, <laughs> we were like, he just like walked away, or he no, just slid away. My iPad fell and was dangling. Oh, it's powerful. I thought you <laughs> fell. No. Um, but we went to Natalie's house. We watched uh, Life Day. Uh, excuse me. We celebrated Life Day and watched the holiday special. But it was an old like tape of it, so it had the commercials in between. Yeah. And I was shitting myself <laughs> watching those commercials. It was so fun. I loved it. The like union songs and the like, I don't know. It, it was all about it. Was it was commentated um, on the whole time too, which is what makes the movie in and of right. itself bearable. I love watching, like I have a ton of my old, v- actually right here, a ton of my old VHS tapes of like film. Like I have Funny Farm that we we recorded off of TV. I have <gasps> Flight of the Navigator that we recorded off of TV. Oh, I have, fun. Uh, Flash Dance, which we recorded off of Cadillac. <laughs> Caddyshack, a bunch of Chevy Chase, but I uh, specifically have Flight of the Navigator, which we talked about on the uh, Sam Shepard episode for a second. Okay, um, not Sam Shepard, the right stuff episode. The right stuff. Yeah. Um, because what's her name was in it. Okay, are we done talking about Star Wars? I'm never so. done talking about Star Wars. We could but talk we for can. six we, more we hours. Could, yeah. We can go into each movie. We can draw this to a close. Well, someday we're probably going to do the Marvel franchise. I might make you guys watch the Alien movies. We're going to do a whole thing. But this was awesome. And maybe we'll do another Star Wars catch up in a year or something. And just yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm but gonna besides, watch the cartoons again. Maybe in a year, maybe <laughs> in a year we Rogue throw one. in the cartoons and. All oh, that. that'd be fun. I'll watch those. I'll start watching them, and then maybe by next year I'll have finished it. You'll dig them. Um, cool. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining us on this really fucking weird, awesome special episode about space opera, Star Wars, and stuff. I love you guys so much. Love you too. Love yeah. y'all. And yeah. hey, everybody, we know y'all got opinions. You got questions. You got suggestions. You can email us. You can find us on Facebook, on the Grams, on Twitter. Give us your shit, y'all. Um, I should. I would be remiss. If I did not give a shout out to Pamela Quinn, uh, the brilliant Pamela Quinn uh, for writing an original song uh, for this series and for this show. And uh, to Ryan Thomas Johnson for writing our theme song um, during, during our regular episodes. He also writes. Ryan Johnson, the director of The Last no, Jedi? No, this is Ryan Thomas Johnson. That's oh, why this he is added the talented the Johnson. Got it. This is why he had to add the Thomas. Okay. Um, also, we forgot about the best written star wars uh which was written by annie baker uh annie baker thank you for writing star wars and <laughs> thank for your podcast yes and thanks for annie baker. uh for being you and um one day soon we shall have a beer with annie baker can't yes yeah. Oh. Yeah. guys Love babu you. frick says hi <laughs> um, and um hi, mouths and butts are the same thing in case you <gasps> forgot yeah we forgot no we forgot about that are the same things Star okay. Wars. Star Wars. All right. I, uh, I love y'all. Yeah. And um, I think that's all we got to do today. 
Good night. Star Wars, yes. if we should bar wars, please let me stay. <laughs> Later, everybody. Young. The theater, the theater. Theater. To be or not to be. Theater. Theater. Theater.